0: care about bragging rights it just introduces more volatility into the equation i don't care about victory laps stop it please stop it (laughs) throw the football into the floor the betql
1: network presents your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper ken barkley if i have an opinion i'm just gonna go put money on that thing happening and your host nick Costos.
0: every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form.
2: It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM.
0: The magnificent Football Monday edition of You Better You Bet rolls on. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you here with us on the BetQL Network. One more hour for us today on Stadium. Two more hours of the show in the final hour. The Power Hour. Going to give you all our bets for tonight. We look forward to that. And we'll have a conversation with Jason Sobel from Sirius XMPGA Tour Radio, giving us some golf bets for the weekend. 20 minutes from now, the whale capper Drew Densick from NBC Sports stops by. His early thoughts on Championship Sunday in the NFL. Maybe a little NBA, an Australian Open as well with the great whale capper, but for now, Ken, uh, and you had like a bunch of other stuff you wanted to hit on the show also. So maybe we can like clear the initial thoughts on both, uh, games on championship Sunday in this segment and then get to some other stuff. I know Ben MGM has a lot of really fun, like markets open for the rest of the NFL postseason. Ben, Jake, you can bring the music up. Um, I kind of like took control there at the end of the segment. It's just like, you know what? It's my time to shine here and talk for like three well, you minutes. Loved, you, about... the side.
1: you were very confident in the side that you liked in that game, which is great.
0: Yeah. I I think that probably correlates to a bet on the over as well. It's like how how is San Francisco not scoring in this game? Like Detroit's going to have to score to keep up. Like Niners what are going to score week? And it rained, <laughs> and it, well, to be fair, like it did rain, and now we know, right? Yeah. Now we like collectively know about Brock Purdy in the rain. Right. We saw it in Cleveland as well with that game against P.J. Walker and the Browns. So look, if it's going to be like good weather conditions, I I don't know how San Francisco's not scoring. I have confidence in Detroit's ability to score. Some props I like already: Jared Goff over passing yards. If it's going to be in the two fifties, I mean, no way. And Jameer Gibbs combined over rushing receiving yards. I think he's the second best running back in the league right now only behind the guy he'll be facing on Sunday, obviously the great Christian McCaffrey. So, Kent, thoughts on my thoughts on the NFC title game. Tell me why I'm right, tell me why I'm wrong, or if you're ambivalent at this moment right now.
1: Uh, Well, 751, I'm probably kind of ambivalent because, like, 51 implies a lot of scoring in the game, and I totally agree with that. It, people might bring up just, like, thinking about things that will get talked about this week. Uh, Goff's home road splits uh, in his career with the Lions are particularly striking in that he plays really really well at home uh, and has and has been pretty good in these two playoff games at home. I had to make big throws in a bunch of situations, and on the road it's worse. But when you further cross section that by temperature and weather and stuff like that, like the, the the nice road games, the domes, the outdoor really nice games, he played at Cal. Not, I mean,
0: he played in Northern yeah, North California also are not in particularly
1: college. problematic. Like had had. They had a big offensive output at Minnesota earlier this year. Uh, they had a big offensive output in another dome that's eluding me right now. But, like, uh, they even played New the Orleans. Cowboys game goes under. Yeah, but the Cowboys game goes under. But, like, they had, like, six and a half yards per play, seven yards per play in that game, I think. Like, scored a lot. That was obviously the, the Dan Campbell two-point decision game. Um, but there was, <laughs> like, people who bet the over in that game. That was a very high total. Like, felt cursed by what happened in the game. Because it was a big offensive game. There's weren't a lot of points. So, I guess my point by saying that is just, like, you put in a in a good climate. I don't, I don't care about the home roads. Like, that's not why I would like San Francisco at a reduced price. I think, like, for both of us, honestly, and I think for everybody who's going to talk about the game, I think they'll likely say the same thing. The game will likely then hinge on what kind of performance do you think you get from Brock Purdy in the game? Do you think you get what you got on Saturday and, you know, what you got in the Cleveland game and what you got in the Baltimore game and some of, like, the shaky performances? Or do you get, like, the guy who was number one in every single category, advanced metric-wise, in the regular season, uh, playing in, like, an offense that's still full of weapons, even if it's going to be reduced if Debo Samuel doesn't play? And it it just has to be noted, like, I actually agree with a lot of what you said. Like, if I had to bet the total, I'd bet the over, uh, with the idea that I think both teams could score at least a reasonable amount in the game. Just... I like, I I also don't know as much as I, and I kind of agree with you on Steve Wilkes, like, you know, before the year we talked about like, is this going to be really good? And it hasn't been really good. It's just been good. Probably be the right way to put it is I just, I watched the Tampa game yesterday and I watched the Rams game and I just go like, if I, if I had the Lions plus points, I would just be scared to death. They're just never getting a stop in this game. And it's just like San Francisco scoring every possession and passing the ball down. Like it's Like, that was, you know, Dave Canales and Baker Mayfield and, like, Stafford and Nakua and McVay on the road. And this is, like, Purdy and Shanahan with time to prepare for this. Like, I just—it's just a really rough spot for the Lions defense, which, again, you could be like, well, they won the games. There's nothing in the two games that would dissuade you from what you saw in the regular season, which is this is the worst pass defense in the league. And not in the playoffs, in the entire NFL. Like, think of the worst team in the league. Their pass defense is better than this pass defense. So just, like, playing the Niners, like, that's really concerning. And maybe Golf can do enough to kind of make up the difference. Maybe we're kind of, like, spinning in circles, and this is, hey, it's 38-31, and it's 42-35, and it's those kind of games. And it's about a touchdown game. Actually, that wouldn't surprise me whatsoever. Um, If I had to bet the over, or if I had to bet the game total-wise, I'd bet the over. Um, I just... I'm really curious where the market goes. I I don't want Shanahan to have to win by a lot. I agree with you. I, that's why I want a reduced price in order to bet it. I want to win on seven. Like I I want to bet on I want to bet on Brock Purdy when nobody else wants to bet on him and the market's moving against me. Uh, and I think all of last week has nothing to do with this game whatsoever. So I, I just that's my entry point. And so like I kind of agree with most of this stuff. I will say though, if you like the Lions. And some of your rationale for why you like the Lions I think is really interesting, especially the coaching matchup. To me, that would lend more toward betting Detroit to win because the idea is like they're going to roll the dice a bunch and they need to hit them all to like kind of hit the home run. And if they don't get them, it's 48-10. Like it's an avalanche if they don't get these four downs and they don't like they're, they're not a sticky team to me. They're not like the keep the game close team. They're the all or nothing team. And I agree with you. I think he's going to be super aggressive in the game to me. That's like, then you bet him to win. And maybe you bet him to win by a touchdown. Like you bet them to win and they like get the four downs and the Niners make the mistakes and golf plays as well as you think. Like, I, I don't see it as like, Oh, well they're going to be nipping. Like to me, Shanahan playing another Shanahan, then I would take the points. But like I think you're kind of like, no, they're really gonna try to hit a grand slam here. Great, then bet him to hit the grand slam, which is like play him to win, play him to play him minus three and a half, play him some of those ways.
0: Well, that uh it's got me really excited. Um Yeah, but, but I wouldn't take the just... seven
1: on that philosophy. Like that, I don't think it's a keep the game close strategy from Detroit. I think it's like like Detroit's not a happy to be there kind of a t- like this is like like we're going from minute one to try to win the game all in, like at fourth down in there in our own territory, like that kind of stuff. Like we see how those games, like you don't get those plays. Like here's McCaffrey touchdown, McCaffrey touchdown, now you're way behind. Goff throws a pick, like the game's done. Like that can happen too. So I think just bang for your buck wise, cool. Maybe they go for it. If they get all those decisions, you're you're way live. Like get the get the bang for your buck then if you're right, not just the plus seven.
0: I think. Have- my content on this game, unlike all the media I do this week, oh, is going to be know, absolute time time. fire. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's going awesome. to yeah. be awesome. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be And then the game will start. Um, just Ken, off what you said about Purdy and the Niners offense here, I agree with you. Purdy's passing yards prop, for what it's worth, coming off like a brutal game for Purdy minus the final drive, 269 and a half. And we could talk about this more, obviously, throughout the week. I would like to ask you two questions. One may be dumb. And the other is definitely narrative-y. And it's not, like, a good reason to make a bet. But I think it's, like, a fun topic of conversation. And maybe, like, maybe your answer will be interesting. Let's start with the dumb question. So, you want, like, you want to mitigate your risk with San Francisco. You don't want to bet San Francisco to have to win the game. Like, uh, to have to win by more than seven to win the bet. Okay. Would you ever tease the Niners with the over?
1: No way, you get like nothing for the tax that you pay on a, a fifty-one to forty-five kind of a teaser. I mean, a possession in a in a crazy game. You get twenty-four, like, twenty-one. You push good. and lose. Yeah, you get yeah. you get nothing. Like you get nothing for it. Um, I mean, I'd, I'd almost if if the total were slightly different in the AFC game, I could make a case for teasing it down just like to need like 37 or 38 to win and then over with Mahomes and Lamar Jackson like sounds more appealing but we're not there yet uh than the total in this i feel like you almost get nothing for it uh, i don't we can do teasers maybe that's like a wednesday thursday thing cuz we're <laughs> you have to fill some space probably later in the week uh i i think this is a terrible board to tease and i also I don't know if the Sucks. Sp- i don't know if the super bowl matchup like you could say, oh well, you could do like an open leg. Like here's Niners minus one, and then you see you keep the second leg open. Super Bowl matchup, maybe. I don't know if those numbers are going to be good numbers. Like the 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 markets for the Super Bowl, it feels like a lot of threes, <laughs> like a lot of like somebody by well, three Niners, over Ravens. somebody else. You might you might yeah. be
0: able to tease like like a side up to seven and be able a half, to tease maybe. Both
1: sides. Over the course yeah. of that game, but over the course of that yeah. market, by the way, like you, you might tease the Ravens right away when the market opens. And then you might tease the Niners later when everybody bets Baltimore and they close a favorite in the game.
0: The uh, th- that was the dumb question. The narrative question. And dumb, this Ravens. does not have that was to be, this, 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 yeah. thank, thank you. This does not have to be uh, self-deprecating. This does not have to be like a reason to make a bet. I'm, act- I'm curious as to your answer, which quarterback do you have more confidence in on Sunday Jared Goff, or Brock Purdy?
1: Well, like when I answer this, I'm going to fold in, like who the coaches are and the offensive coordinators, Absolutely. and I'm going, pick Pur- I'm going to pick Purdy because of that. Yeah, okay. like that. Like, like Goff's guy is awesome, and Purdy's guy is the best. They're both awesome, and Purdy's guy's
0: better. I Ken, I have to tell you something. I loved. I loved. Jared Goff at Cal. His final year, bet the Cal, like win total over. It's my, my biggest yeah. college football Jeff win Tedford. total bet that season. Hashtag, shout out to Jeff Ted for Jared Goff and the Goffettes, is what I called them. I've loved Goff this whole run. I feel like this is just like the stars have aligned here for me in yeah. this game. To- you and your guy. <laughs> yeah.
1: But so I, you take- I was talking to Kanish. I got to talk to Kanish I can't earlier. wait to hear this. Because we, uh, I won't. He he literally he started the conversation with me by saying, "Is this a safe space?" And then we talked about some other stuff. But like, in, as a car, part of the conversation, uh, he goes, "All right, I think uh, he, he said like m- maybe golf will play awesome. Like, you know, it would be an act of." Go- oh, I I brought up the look aheads and I brought up the likelihood of the Lions winning this game and then winning the Super Bowl in uh in some of the look ahead markets and he goes it would take to take an act of god and i go well that's going to be the name of your your yearbook when they win the super bowl it's going to be the detroit lions 2023 season act of golf (laughs) i was just like it just we started laughing just like maybe maybe to be fair and i don't even i like the lions offense is probably going to be pretty good in the game like god he played in a super bowl like it's not like this isn't out of nowhere that this is happening i mean it just you know this isn't uh You know, Kenny Pickett or something like somebody who's never done something to somebody irrelevant who's never done anything before, but maybe has like a reasonable reputation. Yeah, like he's played a Super Bowl before he's playing the playoffs a bunch of times. I don't think it's unreasonable to expect him to play well in the game. Um, I, I just like the idea of later in the week, potentially getting like a buy low on the best team. And that doesn't really happen very often. And you need some circumstances to create in a home game. And uh, and I, I hope I get that. And if I don't get it, then I'm if we're seven fifty one and Debo's in or whatever, I'm going to be on the sidelines. And, and I hope you win.
0: You better you bet with Nick and Ken here on a Monday previewing Championship Sunday in the NFL. All right, uh, to the main event, which is uh which is going on first. This is like 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 Ray Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero opening like a WCW pay per view in nineteen ninety five. Like it's not going to get better than this from from the opening match. Uh, Ravens, Ken in between. A three and a three and a half point home favorite in the AFC title game. The current number at BetMGM as it stands right now, 5.13 p.m. Eastern on Monday afternoon. Uh, Baltimore, three and a half, minus 105. KC, plus three and a half, minus 15. Total in the game, 44 and a half. For intrepid souls who think Patrick Mahomes will just like never lose, uh, Kansas City, plus 150 on the money line. The Ravens at minus 185. Ken Barkley, I ask you, good sir, pen, pencil, blood, or blank? afc championship game
1: yeah uh i i'm 10 times more excited for this game than the bills game because Mahomes has beaten the bills a bunch he does it literally every year it seems like in the playoffs and uh even if this was a tough setup for him going to buffalo like that's we've seen that before he kind of has seems to have the bills number in the playoffs it's whatever these teams don't play like we, we never see these guys play each other. That's actually the, the awesome thing about both games is they're not like some stupid rematch game from three weeks ago or like early. Like, like the Lions and the Niners last played game one of Dan Campbell's career, I think was like, the, it was like the opener three years ago or whatever. And I just, uh, coaching career. And it's just like, so we we have no idea how the pieces fit together when these coordinators and these coaches play each other. And like, you would think with Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, we'd have kind of a better idea. Like, man, well, they must have played in the playoffs a bunch. There must have been so much else going on. Nuh-uh. we no I no idea how the pieces fit together, which I, I think actually adds to it. I think it makes it so awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, here's, here's your opening comment. I, mean, I think there's injury stuff in the game that's really important, too, and will guide the market. But uh, opening thought is, if I was going to guess, like, is there an assumption being made in the market that I disagree with? The first thing I would think of is, yeah, there is there's an assumption in the market that the regular season matters. Because if you think the regular season matters, then this is the right number. But if you think the best player ever is on the other team in the regular season, stupid and irrelevant, then this is not the right number. <laughs> how much How much do you think it matters that Baltimore was way better than them in the regular season? Way better. Do you think it matters at all? Probably figure out what you want to bet in the game off that.
0: Uh, I can't wait. 25 minutes from now, we will revisit this conversation. We'll give you the updated injury news with the Chiefs and Ravens and our initial thoughts on how we're betting the game. But coming up next, we'll get Drew Dinsick from NBC Sports, his thoughts on Championship Sunday.
3: We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network. <laughs>
1: gonna go to kelsey got lockers out there trying to find an opening and a pylon and they say touchdown
0: Wow, touchdown what an incredible individual effort by kelsey
3: welcome back to you better you bet brought to you by bet mgm with nick costos and ken barkley on the betql network
0: imagine the second greatest tight end of all time because let's be honest Rob Gronkowski's the best tight end ever. Not an insult to say Travis Kelsey's the second best tight end of all time. Kelsey's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Also, he's not as good as Gronk. And I'm a New Yorker saying that. No bias, just that Gronk's the best tight end mine eyes have ever seen. But imagine the second greatest tight end of all time consistently being lined in the postseason in the low 60s. We're going to get that coming up again on Sunday against the Baltimore Ravens. I'll, just, I'll hit you with one of my catchphrases. Wouldn't bet the under. Drew the whale capper, will join us in just a second to talk Championship Sunday and more. Ken and I will continue breaking down Championship Sunday in 20 minutes. Uh, we'll get Ken's updated thoughts, in-detail thoughts, on Baltimore and Kansas City in the AFC title game. Power Hour, Final Hour, will feature all our bets coming up for tonight. But joining us right now, the aforementioned, the great, Drew Densick, the Whale Capper, a betting analyst for our friends at NBC Sports, co-host of the Deep Dive Pod on Twitter at Whale underscore Capper. Drew, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken, my friend. How's it going?
2: It's going well. Uh, great uh, weekend of football. Um, I feel like I was a, uh, a game second half effort from the Texans away from sweeping the sides, which would have been a delight. Um, rewatched a couple of the games now, still doing a little bit of homework, trying to break down, really make sense of what we saw. Um, and pff, man. Other than that Ravens-Texans aforementioned contest, I feel like these could have gone either way. Um, you know, Lions I did think were clearly the better team, but uh, the cover certainly was uh, in flux for a lot of that game. Packers, I, I rewatched that Packers-Niners game. I'm still like scratching my head how the Packers didn't win that one. Um, some of those uh, defensive players in particular, I think are going to have some tough time getting over that one. Um, but uh, yeah, really wild weekend of football. And, you know, the the Chiefs-Bills is sucking all the air out of the room in the media landscape uh today but uh probably the the game that really kind of <laughs> went about as you would have expected to the greatest quarterbacks in football playing great games and coming down to the end is sort of the where we where we uh would have thought so um you know hope, maybe hopefully that opens up the door for uh there being some edge uh on the other three teams that are playing on on uh uh, on Sunday in terms of just uncovering some wrinkle or matchup or injury that uh, could unlock uh, a, a winning side on these uh, championship games.
1: It is funny, right? Like you're, you're saying... Like we really did all expect like what do you think chief's bills is going to be absolutely insane and come down to the final sequence and then it's absolutely insane it comes to, and everyone's like can you believe it like i can't like, like yeah yeah and like to be fair we're going to talk yeah. about it anyway because it's so awesome but it is really funny like yeah that's, that's what we all thought beforehand and so like that's what we yeah. got um hey, very hey much guess what these
2: teams yeah. yeah guess what these teams know each other really well guess what the margins yeah. are really narrow guess what really it was the closest touched. line game of the week <laughs> guess what yeah. it was the most entertaining you'll never believe it Man um yeah no patrick it was <laughs> <laughs> really hey patrick Mahomes one is a dog every hey oh, can, you, can you believe it unbelievable
1: <laughs> so I, I i have to ask you i want to ask you about the afc game first and like i i, I think i've only said like 30 seconds about this game so far because we've been doing every other topic in the show to kind of like clear the way to talk about this game a lot more with kansas city and baltimore I what i said in the 30 seconds though was like the assumption the market is making is that the regular season matters. And all I mean by that is just like if you look at how teams play in the season and then rate them and then have them in a playoff game, then Baltimore's like definitely better than Kansas. There's no question. They're better than Kansas City. Like they played better this year. All their numbers are better. They're better. But mm-hmm. Mahomes plays for the other team. So who cares it would be the opposite. And I'm not arguing that I'm saying that's the opposite yeah. side of the argument. Like when you have a setup like this, even if you don't have bet yeah. on this game yet, whale. like how yeah. do you balance that? Like it's, here's <laughs> all the games yeah. and then here's Mahomes. Like how the hell do you make sense yeah. of something like that?
2: Uh, it's pretty straightforward. You ready? <clears throat> uh, you get over it. Now you get, you get over it now early in the week, you get over it that you're going to make the wrong decision, <laughs> right? Oh, yes, and, then, and, and, then that, and then that way, when you're watching it play out on Sunday, you're like, "Ah, I knew I made the wrong call. Of course it was. It was always going to be Mahomes. He's, Mahomes is a dog. It was staring me right in the face. It's so stupid. You know, and or you're going to be like, yeah yeah this was the worst chiefs team i remember seeing in like six years like of course they lost to the truck that was the ravens that just were dominant for two months you know like it, it kind of whichever path you take sidewise here and obviously price matters right so like if you're taking three and a half points and you're really like look man like you know the the, the modal outcome of this game like I, I don't need to run my numbers the modal outcome of this game is the ravens win by three if you want the hook Like you can have a little bit of a a little bit more mental armor on your decision making, I suppose. Um, But yeah, like there is an absolutely, uh, you know, a game state where. Fourth quarter of this one, the Ravens defense is making the Chiefs look like what we've seen for a lot of this year, which was just a completely, uh, you know, kind of a unit lacking chemistry, lacking fluidity. Um, and uh, and then on the flip side, the Ravens are just running it down the Chiefs throats because the Chiefs can't play very good run defense. And they're now they're missing even more players, uh, you know, who they rely on to really fortify that unit. So, um, you know, there, there's definitely scope here, I think, for either of these teams, either of these offenses to – um, you know, to really make you feel stupid. <laughs> I guess uh, it's a good thing that's the first game because then you can just kind of get a palate cleanser when, when you know take your take your opinion to work on the second game, where I think there is a little bit more scope of uh, you know you can kind of talk yourself into buying low on Purdy and the Niners and Shanahan against a you know a defense that we know is. Uh, is beatable, you know, very clearly beatable, as Baker Mayfield and uh, Dave Canales showed us on Sat, on Sunday, and and then you know, or you kind of talk yourself into you know the dog with the momentum and the mojo and the uh, the better in game decision making that, and maybe the healthier team uh, with the Lions coming in. So, um, you know, I think uh, the the morning game for me, I, uh, you know, if, if if you said you know make a play right now that you feel the most confident in, I'm going to shoot for over 44 and a half um i think realistically the chiefs defense with the injuries is not going to keep the uh ravens in a box in this one ravens have shown uh, you know a specific interest in keeping their foot on the gas and aggressiveness and when you have pat Mahomes on the other side of the ball like you're not gonna you're not going to be dinking around in the second half of this game and giving them extra opportunities so you're going to continue to press your advantage and if that advantage is on the ground uh then i think it could result in some successful drives and some some uh efficient red zones so um, I think there's a chance that uh, that this game comes in, you know, a decent clip over 44 and a half. And uh, I think uh, over 44 is, is probably the you know, is, is, you know, over in the uh, morning game is probably the one thing I think is the most confident look as we look at all these numbers right now.
0: You better you bet with Nick and Ken here on a Monday talking championship Sunday in the NFL with our friend Drew Densick, the whale capper from NBC Sports on Twitter at whale underscore capper. Uh, you mentioned like the word scope a bunch of times and it got me excited to either like play video games or use mouthwash. Uh, so more scope <laughs> in this game with the Niners and the Lions, uh, San Francisco drew in between a six and a half and a seven point home favorite total in the game is 51. Obviously as like, as we do this right now on Monday afternoon, right now uh, we don't know if Debo Samuel is going to play in the game. Kyle Shanahan addressing the media earlier today on Monday saying we'll have a better idea on Wednesday as to Debo status does not have a fractured shoulder. So he, he could, play I think Ken and I both kind of think he's probably not going to although he he could practice on Wednesday for all we know and end up playing on Sunday we will see so where do you stand right now here and you you kind of set it up for us right is are you looking to buy low on San Francisco are you looking to ride with the team with the mojo and maybe the better in-game decision maker and Dan Campbell what are you doing here side and total with the Lions and the Niners
2: well uh as we were Kind of preparing for this matchup because, you know, the, I I was, at least last week, fairly confident the lines were coming through. Uh, I didn't have strong doubts the Niners were going to be here. And so I've been thinking about this matchup for just for a longer time. Um, and my inclination was always to take the Niners in this spot because of the um, just kind of licking my chops with that offense and uh, and how they are kind of match up. Um, you know, perfect hand in glove with uh, the Lions defense in terms of uh, putting some of their corners and their safeties in harm's way in the passing game. Um, and, you know, rewatching the Niners game against the Packers is like, wow, OK, this is going to take some intestinal fortitude because Brock Purdy really, really stunk. Um, and it was not necessarily, I don't think, entirely blamable on the weather um he looked like he had nerves it looked like kyle shanahan didn't have a ton of kind of confidence in what he was doing and so um yeah i I was uh i had you know clean kill shot big limits on six and a half with the niners yesterday and i was like i I need to i need to take a deep breath here because uh, it's a big number, uh, and uh, Lions certainly do have an offense that can go score an answer. Um, looks like the weather's going to be beautiful. Uh, so this is going to be a game decided by, um, you know, just kind of some key offensive efficiency played in this game. Um, Niners defense is a unit that I've consistently circled and said, look, these guys are overrated. Like, this is not a top, top, top defense. Like, they're good, um, but they're not being, you know, they're not in this rare era that they're being currently ra- rated as, um, particularly in the... Uh, you know, the secondary. And so the fact that the Lions are bringing so many weapons into this contest and the fact that their offensive line is playing so well and can hold off the pass rush of the Niners, like the Lions, yeah, they should find some scoring opportunities in this one. And if Goff keeps his, uh, you know, keeps it together, that could ultimately be, um, you know, could be a pretty competitive game. So this is a long way to go of saying that, like, I had every intention of the world on betting on the Niners this week. And uh, I sit here and have not pulled the trigger, even though there's cheap sevens and or a little bit juicy six and a halves. Um, and I think a lot of it comes down to kind of the two keys, which are, you know, how do you expect Brock Purdy to bounce back? Like, is this a good by low spot? And uh, how do you expect Kyle Shanahan to coordinate his offense in this game? Because if it's a conservative offensive approach from the Niners, because he's concerned specifically about Brock Purdy's, you know, losing this game for them, then, uh, are wide open live to win. So, um, you know, a lot, a lot more homework to do on this one before getting involved. But, uh, I think the total of 51 is correct. Uh, and I think, uh, if anything, I'm I'm probably looking at can I make a strong enough case to lay the points with the Niners, or am I just taking the lines on the money line?
1: All right, got we'll to, to kind of digest that obviously, and we'll, we'll wait and see. Does Debo Samuel play in the game? Yes or no? Maybe that gets you a price or uh, an opinion yeah. on the game that you that you like too. We uh, D-
2: doesn't really move it, the needle for me.
1: No, doesn't move the needle for <sighs> Not you. Not really.
2: Ralph? Not really. I mean, it'd be nice. Yes, have him going it'd be nice to have him going but like uh if if you know that this is this sets up as you know i would have thought chris godwin could have had a lot more to do with yesterday's outcome than he ultimately did like wide receiver one is really where you go to work on the lions and so brandon and i you can kind of brock purdy's being brock purdy's kind of most um you know just, just you know, consistent, uh, you know. Target. Uh, this was going to be a Brandon Ayuk game with or without Debo. I think, and uh, you know, fallback safety blanket on uh, George Kittle in the passing game. Is still, he's still you know a, a nightmare mismatch for the Lions. So, I, I, I don't think you uh, specifically upgrade or downgrade the passing attack for the Niners much here, one way or the other, if if Debo is available. And um, you know, it's it's uh, it's for me, it's much more about. What's going on with Shannon and Purdy, and you know their level of confidence coming into this one, as opposed to, um, you know how healthy the wide receiving chorus. But uh, maybe I'm crazy.
1: And, and is it going to rain? Would be like another. Really
2: yeah, it is a good question
1: rain. that Apparently, yeah. we have to answer, which I know and you you the, last week were the first person that brought should up. Should the, the, the total
0: matter. be ten and a half? Should the total be like ten and a half <laughs> right. if it rains? <laughs> if <it's gonna laughs> these should the Niners' team so total
1: be two and a half if it's going to rain? Two and a half. We have uh, well, we got like we got like a minute left for this, something like that. Uh. You kind of alluded to like an answer where like the talk about Chiefs' bills maybe opens up something else. So I'm just curious, like in a minute, like who who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? <sighs> the a Chiefs. Here, though, you know, no <laughs> on all teams. Don't do that. Yeah, <laughs>
2: I I mean honestly, like my 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 sentiment of every team in the NFL, even the teams who have looked the best for the longest, which has been the Niners and the Ravens, has been that there is still we're kind of in a little bit of a, a flatter uh, NFL universe than people want to admit. Um, people are treating this like any other year where you win a bunch of games, you look really good over some stretch, and you know, we believe you're the best. Um, well, it, it, I don't think that any of these teams lack cracks, lack flaws. The Ravens have flaws, the Niners have flaws. Um, and if at the end of the day you're talking about four flawed teams and one of them has the best quarterback on the planet, then, uh, I guess I got to go with the Chiefs here. So it's, it's a, it's a, uh, Uh, A pretty weak sauce reason, Um, but uh, the fact that you have experience and
0: what's weak about that? Is it it weak? You're the greatest quarterback of all time on one of the teams. (laughs) That's weak. I don't think that's weak. I'm being serious. I guess.
2: I guess. I guess that's fair. I mean, like you can point to a lot of examples when you know Brady was absolutely like in you know playing with you know you know was you know rare air Brady and Belichick together couldn't get it done in Denver. Uh, you know, that one Great! Year, they also won uh, seven
0: Super Bowls or six Super Bowls. Yeah, I know, I know. So, yeah so, yeah. yeah, so, so, so <laughs>
2: really, the, just to say that the best quarterback doesn't always win and, you know, <laughs> so, yeah. It's a, but you take your chances with them? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I take my chances with them, sure, especially especially
2: at price. Like, the price is what, well, like four to one? Like, yeah, it feels like yeah. it feels like a a uh, bet you don't really regret even if it goes down in flames on Sunday morning.
0: I just, I love that the Super Bowl is going to be a rematch of uh, of the season opening game. The last game and the first game are going to be exactly oh, the same. It it's going to be awesome. It uh, does have those whiffs. Yeah. Well, we, we appreciate it, brother. On Twitter, at whale underscore capper, NBC Sports betting analyst, co-host of the Deep Dive podcast, along with our friend Andy Molitor, that we encourage our listeners and viewers to check out. My friend, thank you very much for the time. Good luck with the bets this weekend, and we look forward to catching up with you soon to break down Super Bowl 58.
2: Ooh. Absolutely. Best of luck, my friends.
0: Uh, maybe we'll see Whale well in Vegas when we're out there too. Maybe. That'd be a treat. Yeah, maybe. I think probably, right? That's my guess. Alright, so Whale just said definitely. I don't know if Whale 30. was on yeah. air, but he just said definitely. Yeah. Coming up next, more thoughts and our early bets, if we have any, for the Chiefs and the Ravens in the AFC title game.
3: We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network.
1: and keeps stanley in front of him touchdown lamar
2: Lamar did a great job a lot of that was his thinking as well i mean he was all over uh, what he felt we needed to do uh in the second half collaborative effort for sure todd deserves a lot of credit i thought he called a great game especially in the second half and mike mike was
0: you know he's on fire
3: welcome back to you better you bet brought to you by bet mgm with nick costos and ken barkley on the betql network
0: joe buck with the call on saturday Uh, Kind of sad to be done with Joe Buck and Troy Aikman until uh, until August with Monday Night Football, but great call by the guys. Their final game of the season with the Ravens and the Texans, and then the voice of Ravens head coach John Harbaugh post game waxing poetic about his MVP quarterback, his stud offensive coordinator, and his like even bigger stud defensive coordinator, Mike McDonald. Also moonlighted as a great singer in the '80s, uh, who I think is going to be a head coach in this cycle. Like, what a great coaching staff for the Baltimore Ravens. We'll continue breaking down the AFC title game in a moment. But want to remind everybody that uh, we're selling merch. You better, you bet merchandise. What better way to support the show than to buy a shirt, buy a hat, buy a hoodie, etc.? And you can do so at youbetteryoubetshop.com. Plenty of options for all our you better you bet fans. A long sleeve T-shirt featuring the iconic Bing Bong Bay. You can hashtag join the conversation with a shirt that says Real Ones Know. All sorts of good stuff. Don't be a slap. YBYB After Dark. The Eight Buckets Bucket Hat. If you really love you better, you bet. Really? Do you love the show? Prove it. Spend money on merchandise and help advance our cause. Youbetteryubetshop.com, the website, you youbetteryubetshop.com. It's our final segment for the day on Stadium. If you're watching us on Stadium and you want to check out the final hour, the power hour of the show, head on over to Twitch at twitch.tv backslash betql for all our bets for tonight and a golf bets conversation with our friend Jason Sobel from SiriusXM PGA Tour Radio. But for now, Jake, bring the music back up. Ken, let's talk the AFC title game. And uh, when we last left off, before we brought Drew Densick onto the show, you were saying that kind of like you, the royal you, meaning me, you, the person watching and listening, and yourself, Ken Barkley, kind of like your handicap of the game depends on if you think the regular season matters. Because no one's going to say that the point spread of this game is incorrect. Baltimore deserves to be a favorite. Baltimore was the best team the entire regular season. They throttled the Texans on Saturday. So like they should be favored. But the other team has uh, the greatest player on the planet in Patrick Mahomes. So, Ken, why don't you answer the question that you asked us. Do you think the regular season matters in this particular example here? Baltimore in between three and three and a half against the Chiefs. And I can quickly just lay out the injury stuff that you had referenced. Um, We are expecting Mark Andrews to play in this game for Baltimore in return. I think the Marlon Humphrey thing kind of feels a little bit more, like not 100%, but maybe likely that he's back for the Ravens. And it looks like the Chiefs will have offensive lineman Joe Thune for this game. It looks like the uh, peck strain for Thune, which I think like he'll probably play in this game for the Kansas City Chiefs. So it looks like good injury news for both sides, as it stands right now, Ken, as we uh, move uh, move on in this week. First injury report coming out on Wednesday. So what do you think, buddy? Casey in Baltimore.
1: Yeah, and, and the Tuney thing sounded like dicey right like i'm gonna go get an mri tomorrow like for you know fourth quarter injury like a great like the the strength of kansas city aside from Mahomes kelsey connection is like those three interior offensive linemen are also good it's like you're gonna lose one of those guys sounds really bad uh so that sounds fine and then like willie gay was supposed to be the spy on josh allen the entire game and he basically didn't play he got hurt really early on he tweeted after the game like i'm gonna be ready for the game or whatever referring to this week so like you know it it didn't look great when like after the game i was like man kind of lost some like pretty I, McDuffie came back into the game but like oh man like kind of lost some guys that you would like to play against baltimore seems like it's going to be pretty full strength for them uh and then for the ravens it's like going to be even like going to be even better because andrews is going to play and he's somebody that you didn't have the week before and maybe humphrey plays so really like full strength ravens um yeah i mean just look like what do you value more the regular season or you know obviously sort of an intelligent answer is like well i value both it's just how much and in this specific matchup i think you would value mahomes more than what happened in the regular season by some amount so like the right way i would put this i guess is i i think the chiefs are going to win the game more than this not a lot more baltimore's insane <laughs> they're they're so good and this it it like kills me to even say that historically they're they're just a little off for me as a super bowl winner their kind of like trajectory as a team the last couple years doesn't make much sense to me as a winner versus the trajectory of previous super bowl champions that also they also might say here's your trajectory and shove it and just win a couple games by about 900 points which they've done so far this year i think the case for the chiefs being more alive than this is okay uh from a rating standpoint uh the miami dolphins had a better regular season than the kansas city chiefs uh, by all measurements the Dolphins had a better year but they were pretty beat up going into that game and market bet the Chiefs out a lot and I uh, should have gone to 20 the way that the game played out and the Chiefs covered the game there is no question the Bills had a significantly better regular season than the Kansas City Chiefs because they closed so well by all ratings Bills better basically every category C- could have been a bigger favorite in the game on Sunday close to two and a half but like you, if you're just like the ratings guy, that number shouldn't be two and a half. The bill should, if you value the regular season, then that number actually probably needed to be more than that. Of course, it wasn't because of the pullback on who the Chiefs have and how successful they've all been in these situations. Okay, then this is kind of just like the same thing again. All right, it's, it's more than a field goal. It should actually, I mean, if you're just like the regular season's in and I don't care about anything else, I mean, then this is way short and you should love Baltimore in this game. What do I mean, you think no it should be
0: based should off hard. that?
1: Well, if it's just based on the regular season, like four and a half or five, at least, yeah, at least. And but but again, think about the team that we're talking about. We like I I know this doesn't matter like doesn't matter to me. But if you're the regular season guy, like the Chiefs lost to the Raiders, like they lost a bunch of games they weren't supposed to lose. That all happened. It still happened, even if it doesn't matter. Still all happened. So like if that's in this, if that's in your rating for this game, then you're gonna really like the Ravens, and you could be right. The Ravens trucked a bunch of teams this year. and went by a billion against everybody. Also, like, that'll be the argument for Baltimore. Miami, Detroit, San Francisco, Houston last week. Man, when they, like, play these A-level opponents, B-level opponents, it's really bad. They went by a lot. Great. Where is the Mahomes game? Where's that one? Where's that one on that list? Good. I don't want to hear about what they did against Tua. And I don't really want to hear about what they did against Jared Goff. Don't care. They can run up the score on this guy, too. Maybe they're that good. But I don't think the Dolphins game is telling you that that's going to happen. And I don't think the Lions game is telling you that's going to happen. I don't think the Texans game last week is going to tell you that that's going to happen. We just don't know. And that mystery, and we have no idea how these teams fit together. They never play, and they haven't played with these coordinators they have no that amount of mystery and a plus price I don't want the three and a half the more that I thought about it I don't I actually think there's a chance the Chiefs get blown out in the game and that we go to halftime and we're like oh and we're like oh my god like man the rate like Ravens are just gonna truck another team great the Chiefs are maybe they're 48 to win this game or 47 percent to win this game or 50 percent to win this game they're probably not more likely to win than the Ravens and it's plus 150 so that's it like I'm I'm gonna wait and I'm gonna bet the Chiefs to win the game at some point later in the week, and I don't know when that's gonna be. Ah,
0: so Chiefs money line, forget about the points.
1: Yeah, and they could lose by three. I'm not saying that's impossible, but here I'll, for a free build, they're like, well, why? If you like the money line, why wouldn't you like the three and a half? Okay, like if I'm in a close game, then I think Mahomes is just gonna win. If I'm in a close game, I don't, lose by three, he's gonna lose to Lamar Jackson by three points. Are you kidding? In a tie game, he's gonna lose to Lamar Jackson. I don't think that's going to happen, but I do think like the Tampa Super Bowl, they could just get wrecked at the line of scrimmage in this game and have injuries and not tackle. And Baltimore's running for a million yards. And like, who cares what Patrick Mahomes does when that happens? I mean, like there's, there's ways, like when they get, like, we've only really seen them get blown out very rarely in a big spot, but like when it happens, that's how it happens. Like, so I, that can happen here. It's a really rough setup. Um, But man, close game late. I think he just wins in those setups. Like, the three and a half isn't as valuable to me as this big plus price.
0: You better bet with Nick and Ken on a Monday talking the AFC Championship game. Early thoughts with KC and Baltimore. Um, Does this become like a live betting game then, in a sense, where see the first half play out? And if it's close... Kansas City in the second half and kind of like remove the scenario where the Ravens just run for a billion yards and it's like seventeen nothing at halftime and you're just like oh my god like they're just not going to be able to come back that a potential angle you're looking at here
1: if it's seventeen nothing at halftime I think I'd love the Chiefs see like
0: I I because I this is I I agree with you where like the Bucks it would I don't think it would go down the same way as that Super Bowl went down just I don't know if. Like, Kansas City's offensive line in that game was absolutely miserable and guys were hurt. And, like, the yeah. the Bucks just Super smashed Bowl. Mahomes was just all different.
1: game. It was a Super Bowl. Um, My point is just, like, we've seen them get—they've gotten blown out in a big game before. So it's not, it's not impossible that this happens.
0: So I'm just trying to think, like, do I want to kind of eliminate the risk of that happening? And let's say it's, like, you know, 13-10 at the half— then, like, you love Kansas City. Like, once you feel like the tenor of the game is this is going to be a back-and-forth affair, then, like, you put your eggs in the Mahomes basket, and if you lose, like, you just lose. And, like, I'm okay with that. I'm just kind of trying to play this out of my head right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, the order of the possessions, like, it's just, there's, like, so many ways it can play out. My point at 17 nothing is, like, the Ravens have been a really good rush offense this year, despite, like, their top, like, basically their two most explosive running backs are out for the season. Um, and they were able to do that to Houston. That was just one of the stories of that game. Like, yeah, they solved Houston's blitzes, but also then they just ran right at Houston and there's nothing Houston could do about it. And they wore down as the game went on. And Buffalo had some success doing that. But the thing with Kansas City, like the story of their season, and maybe next segment we do Super Bowl MVP because I think this ties into that a little bit. Like this team, it's so interesting, right? Actually, I'll do Eager's point because it's related. I love that he said this. I have this written down. This is actually one of the reasons why I kind of like the Chiefs in the game. Okay, like, yeah, the regular season matters. You remember what we were saying about the Chiefs before the season started? It was like this, like this, like last year was the rebuild. This is like the complete team. This is the defense that can do it. Yeah, like we know the receivers have kind of fallen apart a little bit and fall apart yesterday. Um, This was supposed to be like this fully formed unit that if everything clicked, it was game over for everybody. What if it finally clicked? What if it actually happened? Like, we all thought this was going to happen before the year. We just got these week 10, week 11 data points that was like, what the hell's going on? Like, it doesn't look like how it's supposed to look. I got to tell you, man, preseason expectations should matter to you when we get to like this point in, the, in all sports that we like, look, like there's a baseline rating that we thought they'd hit and they didn't, they never really hit it. And guess what they're doing the last two weeks? They're hitting it big time what if they're just hitting it what if that's the rating now and it's and again who cares about the regular like i don't who cares about the regular season most teams i think in the nba you can do it with like lebron eight seed and they make the final seven seed they go really far you could do it with this team too i think you could do it with a few guys just like what if it's all clicking now remember what we said before the season we can all go back and read the clippings like game over maybe that's maybe that's what this is going to turn into i think it's possible
0: I feel like I will almost certainly have a ticket on the Kansas City Chiefs in this game. If you're watching on Stadium, twitch.tv backslash betql for the Power Hour, the final hour of the show. We will start the Power Hour talking about the market for Super Bowl Most Valuable Player.
3: We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network.